unique New York. New York. Unique New York. Got it. Oh! Oh! Wow, that's a little loud. All right. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to No, It's a Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dave, and... I'm the other host, Will, and this episode is brought to you by Nobody But Us and uh, Knife Wrench for Kids. And this episode, we'll be talking about... Mostly movies. We're going to save a second episode directly following this for some of the more intense video game news, but this will be about mainly the Oscars, some of the news stories that have been circulating these last couple weeks, some more recently, and uh, we're just going to get into it. Yep. All right. Well, that's that's that 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 is a thing that happened. We got it. We did it. Did we? We did it. We did Go that. Ahead. We've Go done ahead. this. First of all, I would like to thank everyone who's listened to the first episode. Everyone who's following on this journey, as it were, that me and Will are attempting to do, and uh, appreciate having you listening. And we're gonna just get right into it. What yes. did you think of that John Wick three trailer? John Wick three Parabellum. I'm very very excited for it. It looks. Uh, almost, I want to say daunting because it's taking place right at the end of the events of the first one. Uh, I'm sorry, the second one. Second one, yeah. And you know, it just the it had the countdown in there, so we had like the the buildup of things are about to go down because the uh, I, I don't remember his name, but the I guess you could say the the curator. Yeah, yeah. Uh, had given him that window so he could you know try to get away. Oh my God, he's in American Gods too as well. In that the actor, I can see his face. That's Ian McShane. Yes, look at you, boy. Yeah, it looks great. Um, it, it's creating that that the trailer created a sense of I don't want to say panic, but like urgency. That, urgency yes, maybe? yes. That like you have that that live countdown and then the the contract goes out live on John Wick. You know, my favorite thing was Sinatra. That Sinatra song. Uh, to like end it something about Sinatra man it's just grandiose I guess like it has this I hate the word gravitas it's used so much but like mm-hmm. when you use this big thundering Sinatra song to lead your trailer yeah which cool I ran into a, a buddy of mine his name is Jason actually has not watched any of the John Wicks and I think that he was just tired of Keanu Reeves because of everything after the first Matrix I guess uh, you know because <laughs> Keanu Reeves has a lot of misses to be honest but there's there's a lot of good shit in there too, mm-hmm. and I was just like, boy, you need to watch this, boy. Yeah, boy, I was. <laughs> you need to watch this. Um, I I I'm one of those people that just I love I love everything the man does. I mean, he's also just a good soul. I mean, he's one of the genuinely oh, yeah. really nice people in the world. But I mean, I love Speed, that terrible awful movie from the '90s with the boss. Speed bus. was great. But that, that was one of my favorite. You know one of my favorite Keanu Reeves movies? I'm pretty sure it's Keanu Reeves. It's called The Man of Tai Chi. The Man of Tai Chi is so awesome. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. plays the villain. And it's so cool. It's weird. To see, it is weird it's to like see dirty. Keanu as the villain. But The Man of Tai Chi, if you like kung fu movies, watch that movie. It is so good. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's dive into something that's a little bit more hot topic right now, which is James Gunn. And yes. the fact that we've learned recently that he is directing Suicide Squad 2. He is no longer directing Guardians of the Galaxy. Disney, a while back, has fired him from... He said a bunch of tweets. It was 10 years ago. He apologized about it. I mean, I'm not the man that I was 10 years ago. You're definitely not the man you were 10 years ago. Thank you. We probably both have 50 pounds on <laughs> us, to be honest. It's been, it's been a That's while. That's true. That's true. Um, I mean, everybody has a past. And, you know, unfortunately, it got his got dug into and, you know... It cost him, you know, his career. That's the world. His career with Disney. Um, Oh yeah. But it's. I mean, I'm happy for him that like he's able to move on and that you know it's a great grab by DC. It's super smart. Like. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Of course it is. I mean, like it's smarter than them grabbing Joss Whedon to finish off. Uh, Batman vs Superman. No, that's uh, the one he finished off. Justice Justice League. Justice League. I don't know. I didn't. They were there. Justice League. DC. I try to keep as far out of my mind as possible. (laughs) Their animated stuff is good, but they're well, obviously, yeah. Um, But no, it's a great grab, and it's. I mean, the the scary thing is that Marvel hasn't found a replacement director, and even after the the fans petition for him to come back, even after all of the Guardians actors and actresses said we want him back. And they had that second meeting, and they oh, still yeah. couldn't bring him back. No, Disney's like Disney's so. Really big. big question is who's going to take it after the director of Thor Ragnarok um, refused. Taika Taika yeah, Waititi. Taika said Taika no. Waititi said it'd pretty much be like a new daddy busting into a house and being like, "I'm your, yeah, like a I'm, your, I'm your new daddy now." Right, you right, to, right. 
as for me. He's I, obviously. I think they're all so loyal there. Taika and James Gunn and you really everyone involved in Marvel have such a collaborative effort in their films mm-hmm. going forward. And even when they were doing all the stuff with the Russos, uh, helping them with Infinity War, yep. everyone had their own stories to tell. Russo brothers had to take all these stories and try to make sense of them and, and write this cohesive story. And it was mm-hmm. a, a massive success, obviously. Yeah. It's it's almost like nobody wants to try to do what James Gunn did for the Guardians. But to be honest, I'm excited about Suicide Squad too. For the first for the first time, I'm I was like I was excited for Aquaman. I did not see it in theaters yet. Mm-hmm. I heard it was great, just as I was kind of excited for Bumblebee, which I also did not see in theaters, and I also heard it was very great. Mm-hmm. Suicide Squad, wow, Suicide Squad, easy. Suicide Squad, yeah, I have to enunciate a little more, don't I? <laughs> I might I might keep this in there. Uh, Suicide Squad, I did you did you see it? No, I did not. I'm, I'm, you know how I am with 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 DC. It's just oh they they to me DC's biggest problem with their live action stuff is that they they're trying to catch Marvel and that's their big problem. They're just stuffing anything they can into their movies to make them like we have to gain the ten years that Marvel has on us already. Yeah, well they're they're slowly rectifying that with Wonder Woman, with Aquaman, having these these almost spinoffs to the main universe acknowledging that the universe is there and after they acknowledge the universe is there they have a cohesive great film well yeah they're, they're just like you said like it's not it's not necessarily a spinoff it's they're doing what Marvel did yeah that they're pretty much they're, they're pulling away from this finally. grand scheme like yes we understand they're trying to build towards like an Avengers-esque event where you know they're going to end up fighting probably Darkseid most likely but they're doing it the right way where they have a one a standalone Wonder Woman movie. They have a standalone Aquaman movie. That's what they need to do. They need to not just they need to not just think we have to catch Marvel. We have to just let's let's take uh, let's take all the years of comics and cram it into one movie and try to make it work. Or mm. let's introduce nine characters in a movie when we there's no attachment to these characters. You know what I heard did something similar. It was the stuff with Alita Battle Angel, which I actually. I think looks cool. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing good things. Mm-hmm. As much as when you saw James Cameron's Avatar, you heard good, good things. They mm-hmm. pretty much was like, this movie is badass. It's got a ton of fighting and is a visual feast for your eyes. And I was mm-hmm. like, all right, I'd, I'd be willing to spend IMAX money on something like that if it, if it indeed is cool. I've also heard that there are so many storylines in the original manga that they actually have a lot of them. I think they have like five storylines or something like that that they try to pull off within this movie. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Alita Battle Angel is a thing. It's pretty much out now. You're welcome to give it a, a watch. I'll let you know soon if I actually see it. Um, regardless, I'm going to go back towards, I guess, Guardians 3 because we were talking about Suicide Squad. I'm excited for him to direct Suicide Squad mostly because I, I kind of enjoyed the characters. I think that they casted it okay. Mostly... Harley. Harley was perfect. Margot Robbie as Harley was pretty great. Didn't mind uh, Will Smith's Deadshot. No, he was good. I kind of hope he doesn't get his own movie because Will Smith has had enough of his own movies, but I love Will Smith. It's true. Uh, The gem, though, uh, being Ike Barinholtz. Guy can do no wrong. Uh, Who is that again? Remind me? Do you remember? I don't don't know the names. I know he's, he's definitely... Somebody in there. I, I'm gotcha. sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't know <laughs> DC, DC stuff. but I know Ike Barinholtz is in it, and he's he's the gem. He's an actually absolute gem in that. The whole situation is actually really sad because we had Guardians, which was my Guardians one is my favorite Marvel movie. My favorite okay. of the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. It's almost a perfect film in my opinion. And now this movie that I think everyone was looking forward to has plummeted to the bottom of everyone's list that they want to see. Everyone's thinking about Captain Marvel. Everyone's thinking about Homecoming because that Homecoming trailer, or not Homecoming, Far, Far From, from home. home. Jinx, you owe me a Coke? Yeah. Trailer. Oh, <laughs> ew. <laughs> oh, God. I should just punched you. Um, yeah. Yeah, right. That would have been better. But yeah, like no one's like, oh, I can't wait for Guardians 3 because all We don't of know that, when it's coming. Yeah, oh, I don't know. God. It's just limbo right now. Plus Star-Lord punching the crap out of Thanos' head. Wasn't didn't exactly make everyone go yay Star Lord. You know, <laughs> we're gonna get to this topic later, but I just want to broach this and just say, apparently, uh, Chris Pratt did come out and say that in Endgame he will uh, he gets redemption in some oh. way because we all know that when you watch that movie and that scene happens when oh. when when Tony is pleading with him, please, we almost have the gauntlet off, and then he starts pistol whipping him, and we just watched that was it that that's that was us losing. I think Chris Pratt 
needs an opportunity to redeem himself, needs that character to kind of... I mean, everyone loves Star, Star Lord. I yeah. feel like I, yeah. I love those characters. Mm-hmm. And James Gunn did that for us. They made us love those characters. That's just true. a bunch of losers. Yeah. Like, no, just people that have lost things. And, like, a bunch of losers... It was well, just I mean, great. You have to think when the when the Guardians were announced, like that they were going to do Guardians of the Galaxy. Unless you were like you or I, where we know about comics, everybody looked at these characters and went, "Who is Star Lord? Oh, yeah. There's a talking raccoon. That's a giant tree. Can they do this? Yeah." And then it kind of looks almost like a Star Wars movie. And then we were like, "Yep, yep, they totally did Space it." Space opera, you know? Yes, perfect. Yes. So we're gonna move a little bit into the realm of television because I'm dying to ask you. How much of Punisher have you watched? Oh, I finished it. You finished, finished it. All right, I'm a couple episodes, so no, no revealing any He's deep on my spoilers. Arm, I mean, yeah, I know. He tattooed on your arm. Yes. Well, Rocket's actually tattooed on my chest. <laughs> but what? What were your thoughts? What were your? What were your? What was going through your head as in comparison to season one? Mm-hmm. Watchability. <laughs> what happens? I, for me, I know I loved what they did with Bullseye. I love the retcon of that character. Mm-hmm. It made him feel more human. It mm-hmm. made you kind of more invested in that character. Mm-hmm. What's your take on it? Um, I have to say, I, I I definitely enjoyed season two. Um, it didn't live up to season one, which mm. it's fine. It was definitely good, though. Don't get me wrong. It was very enjoyable as a big Punisher fan. Um, I like how Marvel does a good job of, like you said, humanizing characters. They don't make them seem like these gigantic supervillains. They, yeah. they make them more driven they have a goal versus just i'm just gonna create chaos um which i did like there were a few things i did not like um i don't want to go too much into spoilers about it because you haven't finished it yet Mm. um so you didn't like the ending you didn't like some of the stuff that happened in the end it wasn't so much the ending it was just i've watched far i'm like seven or ten episodes in i'm in it the Girl has has too much screen time. There's too many like the whole oh, when she did both you get of them? You mean no, no, no. The the girl that he's protecting. I can't think of her oh. name. Save the life of me. She there's too many instances where she's like. Did you get the part where she's playing dress up in in the apartment? I, I think my final no. I think my final my final interactions with her and this is not really spoiling too much at all. People is when she has a conversation with the police officer. That whole episode when it's the women. Mm-hmm. And I love I love the episode because when you watch it and at the end of it, it, it shook me because all this violence was happening on the men's side and all the women did was sit and have a conversation. Yeah. And I was like, that is brilliant. That yes. is exactly what would happen. Mm-hmm. A bunch of, you know, violence-heavy dudes just kicking ass while the women actually just sit down and talk to each other and resolve their shit. Yeah. Which, I mean, nothing was really resolved and it was all, you know something else yeah that what it wasn't supposed to be mm-hmm. but at the end of the episode i was still like oh wow yeah um i did to to finish off i did definitely enjoy season two um i really hope you know i'm, I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed since the creative team behind the punisher already has a season three in, in line but do they no way yes, that wasn't they, canceled no, well not that i was I was getting there, Dave. Yeah. Um, like I was gonna say, like how every other, Mar- besides with the exception of Jessica Jones, every Marvel show has been canceled by Netflix. Even you know Daredevil was canceled, and they had a season four ready to go. They pitched the season, the idea for season four, and it was canceled. They have an idea for Punisher season three, uh, whether or not it has been pitched or not. But every show is getting the axe. I would love for it to be pitched because I feel like Punisher, Punisher and Jessica Jones are two of the heroes, say of that series that are so dark and gritty that like how are you going to reinvent those characters in any other format the Netflix format for those two characters of Punisher of Jessica Jones of serial killers of murderers of war of all this stuff that they go into is so intense that like they're not going to put that on Disney Plus they're not going to put that on that streaming service there's no fucking way no I mean they will because they already did no. they did because they will because they said already that they are like with Deadpool, like they acquired the rights to Deadpool. I mean, not officially. We're still waiting for that acquisition to be a hundred percent complete, but it's in, it's just about finished. They already came out. Uh, mm-hmm. I want. I don't remember the name. Bob Iger. Thank you, Bob You're Iger. Welcome. Already said that they can continue making rated R movies. Like it's going to be uh, under the Fox. The, yeah, but I mean, uh, they already said that uh, uh, Black Widow will be the first MCU Marvel Studios film that will be rated R. Oh, yes. I did not hear that. Yes. Name. I could be wrong if that's official or not, but they are op- they are definitely open to Black Widow being a the first rated R MCU Marvel Studios film. 
So mm-hmm. for them to not make continue the violence through you know like the gritty shows that came out of Netflix between Daredevil, Punisher, Jessica Jones, what have you, I, I definitely we're gonna see that. That's gonna continue because those characters cannot be a PG character. They're a PG thirteen character. They can't. Yeah, I'm glad we, that we actually brought this up because I did also uh, look into the news of what was happening with Deadpool and really what's happening with all of X Men, mm-hmm. how they're gonna incorporate X Men into the MCU. And it's going to be an undertaking. First of all, I think they have to find another Wolverine. Hugh Jackman's not going they to do They are anymore. looking for one, I yes. Know. They are active. Bob Iger absolutely said that Deadpool will continue to be rated R, yeah. but it will not be under the... You're not going to see the, the Disney logo, that, that castle, come up you know, before the Deadpool screen. You're probably going to see Fox Searchlight. They'll probably like make that, another a studio. Disney Corporation. Right. No, they're going to... They, they didn't just buy... That's the thing. They didn't just buy Fox for their catalog they have a ton of catalog they don't need more catalog they bought fox for a brand yeah i think they bought fox to be able to put out r-rated movies and deadpool is just the start that'd be cool deadpool is just the start of disney doing more adult films and even having the balls to do it you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because they don't have to say disney they can say Uh (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that that's uh that's gonna be great. I hope also that you know moving on to another topic of what's coming with with X Men after the MCU of Adam McKay possibly directing a Silver Surfer movie. Yeah, you actually were the one to bring this up to me um, that this was something that that Adam McKay was it came spoke about. Yeah, it came up in a red carpet. Yeah, like a, yeah, I was gonna say a panel, but yeah, it was a red carpet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, because he, he uh, there was originally I there were rumors that he actually might have been tapped to do Guardians three. McKay. Yeah. If anyone could do it, I think McKay actually wouldn't could. be bad. But the only thing wants, I'd be worried about would be wants... that it would be a com- more comedy than anything because he's you know he's known. Dude, for his Guardians two was pretty darn comedic too. Like I mean, they, all the Guardians, they kind of went. But, I mean, look he- at his was a comedy in two, a little more heavy than the one. Yeah. Who do you think would make a good a good Wolverine? Good Wolverine. There's there's a lot of people out there. Unfortunately, a lot of these people are already that I have in mind already are lined up. I mean, I would love to see like uh, they're already lined up with superhero roles. Like Tom Hardy would be a great, great Wolverine, but he's Venom. Keanu Reeves. No, not Keanu Reeves. Why? The thing. Okay, the thing with this, it can't be someone that old. It can't be because they have to be old enough to look old, but young enough. To be able to pull off mid thirties, because I think that they're going to introduce some of the OG X Men, mm-hmm. like Cyclops, yeah. like Jean Grey. Oh, obviously they will. Um, yeah. As almost, um, you know, classmates to Peter Parker, they're going to be. I think they're going to be that age. And whatever Peter Parker's age is going to be, I think they're going to be borderline kids. And then we're going to see Wolverine as Wolverine, but obviously he's going to need ten years yeah. to be able to still lift weights and and do this so you're saying we should just keep Hugh Jackman no no. (laughs) Hugh Jackman was really smart because he had been doing this for so long I don't think he had bread for at least 10 years 17 or 18 years something like that he played the character like that's we were, we were kids He's when he enough. was still Wolverine. Give him a break. Let him rest. And I'm fine with it. He has a new coffee company also. I, we, I was meaning to segue into this also a little bit. He actually, Hugh Jackman has a new coffee company called Laughing Man Coffee. And, uh, you know, Ryan Reynolds also has his gin company. And I'm, I'm all for these actors kind of doing their own ventures and, and kind of trying to better the world in their own way. Whether or not gin betters the world is neither here nor there. But the coffee definitely does creating sustainable, you know, work for people. That's pretty awesome, I, th- I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what, what would you like to talk about next? Well, I think I mean, we're kind of winding down. I think maybe. Well, we're we not winding down. We're winding. Well, I mean, winding, winding down. to the the talk of the Golden Globes. That's where I was going to go with. The, That's uh, where I was going to go with. Well, so. we have a couple of things. Because you and I are very big on the awards season. Yeah, we are. So let's give that a little bit of time for a minute to talk about some of the other things. Because we'll, we'll end it with the Super Bowl trailers. There's a couple other things in the news. I guess happening uh, the the Ted Bundy film extremely wicked shockingly evil and vile was out at, I think it was Sundance was the yes was the yeah it was essentially pitched and they have a, a brand new Ted Bundy thing on Netflix for anyone that likes true crime I'm a I'm a big true crime fan although I'm not like an avid true crime listener I used to really you know listen to the podcast and stuff and it was fun. The the series on Netflix is four episodes, mm-hmm. and it goes into the real. Is it the wind? Yeah, it's the wind. 
Oh, anyway, four episodes of Netflix are each like over an hour long, and I actually go into the whole trial tip. I don't know how much you knew of it. I thought I knew a good bit about that whole trial, and it turns out I didn't know shit. I know a lot of what happened in that trial, and it was a whole lot. And uh, you know, the movie got flack for people being thirsty against Ted Bundy's character because you know what's his name is playing it. I, Zach Efron. Zach Efron. Thank you very much. Which is just stupid. Ted Bundy was a serial killer of women killed many many women over 30 possibly it's It's, nothing to thirst after it's almost like calling him a serial killer is not doing it justice he was he was pure evil he's one of those like it was like south park had those like three evil people and it was jeffrey dahmer Mm. it was john wayne gacy oh yeah and it was ted bunny oh yeah because they were supposed to be like the three stooges and Mm -hmm. those are like the three pure evil most evil human beings Ever to walk the earth? Yeah, would be those other than three, Hitler, who was obviously. having sex with Satan at the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, that anyway. was Saddam Hussein. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's a it's a thing. I might actually check it out. Zach Efron looks like he plays the part well. It looks like a, a rise for his career. I'm hoping the movie. I hear that it misses some beats. I think that my own true crime would like for it to be more of a Fight Club style, really gritty murder sequence between all of the happy family. Oh my God! I can't believe Ted Bundy is this psychopath type of sequences that the trailer depicts. But apparently, you don't get enough of that horror element. And I would, I would have liked that juxtaposition of crazy horror and like legitimate family life because that was his life. Yeah. That was his life. It's, if you don't go into the deep, dark horror and, and simultaneously show those family moments, right? then I don't think that movie works. So I'm interested to see if it does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I recently... St- is there any uh, any series that you started up recently other than Letterkenny, which we're both watching? <laughs> I, I'm getting into more and more. I did finish Letterkenny. You, did, you finished all of Letterkenny? I Kenny? finished it, yes. Well, um, that's the beauty of working overnight. So Letterkenny, for those who, who don't know, is a show uh, streaming on Hulu right now. And me and Will both grew up in this farm country type of place and it just the comedy is it speaks to us on a, on a it's on a canadian a version of where we grew up oh, it's, it's just so good yeah it's it, so funny it's, it's, if you haven't watched it yet, please do yourself a favor go on hulu and watch letter, letter kenny, kenny yeah letter kenny <laughs> oh. it's very funny Randa came by while i was watching she's like what are you watching i was like letter kenny and she's like what, the, what what's that you can't explain Letter it. Kenny. You have to just watch it. Just um, sit down and watch it. Anyway, it's very funny. Other than Letter Kenny, what's been catching your eye lately? Even if it's not something that's that's like recent. Uh, I started getting back into Shameless because I, I fell Shameless off the wagon. Great. Yeah, I fell off the wagon with that. So I want to say I'm on like season five. Uh, I, as we spoke before, I finished Punisher season two, so I'm caught up on that. Mm. Uh, Letter Kenny, caught up on. I was actually considering like delving into some old stuff because a lot of the older shows, like from when that were on TV when we were kids, are on Hulu, like uh, Married with Children and stuff like that are mm. on. So I was thinking about like maybe delving into some. I of I watched Rugrats the other day. Rugrats. We watched the <laughs> Reptar and Ice episode. That's a good one. And I was like, oh, that was a good one. Like, oh man, Rugrats. I was like. I can't even remember. Yeah, it's watch. been it's been a while. Like I miss when Nicktoons were great. You know what you should watch though with mm. with your lady mm-hmm. um, is uh, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. If you have not seen either of those seasons, I have not seen any of that. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel mm-hmm. season season one mm-hmm. it, and two have won a combined ton of Golden Globes sure. and awards, mm-hmm. and it's just so good. If you haven't watched the show, ladies and gentlemen. It's about a woman, and I think I'm pretty sure it's the around the 50s. It mm-hmm. might be the 30s. Uh, I completely forgot the exact time frame. I'm pretty sure it's around either 30s to 50s. And so she's a Jewish mother, mm-hmm. wife, and she learns that her husband, who is a stand-up comedian wannabe, was cheating on her, and starts to take it up, learning that she has a talent for it. Okay. And the whole show pretty much is stand-up comedy. The hardest thing about watching that show is mm-hmm. what they don't show you in stand-up comedy unless you actually go see shows, is stand-ups bomb. Stand-ups are people. Stand-ups aren't funny just, you know, aren't just funny the Netflix comedy special. They're funny all the time, but at the same time, there are times when they don't isolate hit the mark so right in times when you're literally watching her bomb on screen mm-hmm. i have to like guard my face it's hard for me to watch because i like get embarrassed <laughs> yeah uh it's funny I, I i do you bring that reminded me um i did start watching um uh crashing on hbo crashing which is uh do you know the hbo uh, i'm sorry not hbo college humor bad man yes okay he's the star I, his name is evading okay. me yeah, yeah his yeah. name is 
He's the star of that oh, show. Yeah. Pete and Holmes? Pete Holmes, thank you. Oh yes. Oh my God. And yeah. So he is an aspiring stand up comic. Yeah. And his wife cheats on him. And so then now he's just free to go do whatever he wants, you know, like uh-huh. to do whatever he wants. And it's it's the story of him building his stand up career. And it's that exactly what you just said. It's that side of it where it's oh. like there's so many lows and very few highs where like he actually succeeds in a bit. And it's like the life of a stand-up and stuff. It's fantastic. There's a ton of other stand-up comics that are in there. Like Artie Lang's in there. Oh, John yeah. Have, on all there. those guys have so much friends. So yeah, friends. Ray Romano. Name it. They're on that show. And it's fantastic. It's hysterical. Definitely Ooh. do yourself a favor and watch Crashing. Fantastic. I would like to watch it just because Marvelous is Maisel from a technical aspect is written mm-hmm. I was gonna say masterfully, but it's a hard word to pronounce, I guess, <laughs> in this moment. Um, it was written so well and the yeah. dialogue is so smart and funny mm-hmm. that you always have a smile on your face even right. when it's uh, you know almost crushing your soul because you're watching a, a stand-up comedian bomb. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, crashing on HBO. I'll give it a watch. Definitely give it a watch. Sounds awesome. Super enjoyable. I you'll you'll bang out, you'll you'll get hooked. I mean, I do. You have and your, I have very similar tastes. Yeah. You'll get hooked, and you'll just sit here and watch. I do have your time. HBO Go login. Yes, so go let's, ahead. Let's do that. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't HBO for the people. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's go into our final our final thoughts and go through all the Academy Awards season films that we know that we've heard of the nominations what we think of them uh we might talk about some controversial topics dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. also be aware there's a good amount of films on this list that neither me nor will has seen some that we both have some that only one of us has but people normally start and go and they go and lead to best picture mm-hmm. let's, let's start at best picture let's yeah. go off. Yeah, let's go there let's go let's into go some of the some of the categories that are more well known and what we think about it mm-hmm. best picture Wow, there's really. So let's go. Th- let's do the nominees. So we have mm. we have Black Panther, we have Black Klansman, we have Bohemian Rhapsody, we have the favorite, the favorite Green Book, we have Roma, The Star Is Born, and Vice. And Vice. And now Vice. out of those, I've seen three. Three of them? Yeah, I've seen three of them. Yes. Have you? Because neither of us have seen Roma. No, I want to see the only ones that I really want to see from this. Actually, I mean, I've seen Black Panther, because who hasn't? Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see Black Klansmen really badly. Mm-hmm. And and Favorite and Green Book have gotten such high acclaim that I want to see them. But yeah. in Rhapsody, I, I do want to give a watch, but I'm not... I guess I'm not running to watch it. Mm-hmm. I'll watch. I'll definitely wind up watching it. Sure. Vice, it's hard for me to view political, like biopic type of films I feel because like I don't watch that in my daily life I do because obviously the government shut down for a month who wasn't watching <laughs> politics uh, but who wants to go out of their way in their leisurely time and be reminded that our government sucks my my problem with a film like Vice is I would like to see that movie mm. 20 at least 20 years from now I don't like when we see some, like yeah we we were alive and we were Therefore, Dick Cheney, and yeah, they're obviously, you know, Dick Cheney was in was in politics before we were, you know, paying attention to it. But it's just weird that it's something that was so relevant only a few years ago becomes that. I don't like when there's a movie that like it, these events happened a year ago and they already have a movie base. I don't like that. You know, what yeah. I mean? I, for some reason, that just doesn't look good to me. I don't know. In terms of from what I've seen about it, it looks very enjoyable when you have Christian Bale yeah, and you have Sam Rockwell together. That I love that. I think that's a great combination. Um, I can't really go much more into that because I haven't seen yeah, yeah. it. But let's get into movies that we actually have seen. Uh, we both have seen Black Panther, so we can talk about Black Panther. I love Black Panther. It is not my... I'm not even sure if it's in my top 10 Marvel movies. It might be my top 10. It might be mm-hmm. top 10 Marvel movies. It's getting a lot of acclaim right now. Mm-hmm. And it could it, it could be justified. It could, it could not be. I think that regardless of the justification of how well this movie is doing at awards awards are not just the merit of the film awards are done and kind of curated by these people that that push for them that pay for them right so seeing black panther in all these awards it's there because it was pushed to be there yeah i i agree with what you're saying there was it my favorite marvel movie no was it in my top 10 maybe i'm very happy to see that there's a comic book movie yes. that's being recognized that's because what I people love. look at comics as they need to be recognized as an art form where yes they are an art form but they're not 
almost they don't get as much recognition as like mm-hmm. a movie like like I don't know like the Titanic or whatever you know what I mean yeah. Roma yeah but Black Panther it was very good I don't think it was worthy of being nominated for a best for a best picture. I think that at at this point, because the Academy was going to go in another direction and they were about to have another category that was this the popular movie category, mm-hmm. popular movies, movies that made money. Yep. And Black Panther would have taken that home. And the fact that they didn't, they didn't add that new category. I'm glad they didn't. I'm also very glad that they didn't. But if Black Panther didn't get the Best Picture nomination after it was getting pushed to do to yeah. be that Best Picture, it was yeah. not just getting pushed by companies, audiences too. No, like, yeah, audiences yeah. wanted no. it to be. There's, up there. It has a huge fan base. So don't get me wrong. So, what's there? Is it going to win? I kind of hope it doesn't, because mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it should. But at the same time, that's the only movie on this list that I've seen. So maybe it does deserve to win Best Picture because. <laughs> You know, it got people to the theater, and it's it's tech, it's still a great film. Yeah, it's still a great, great. No, film. yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong, I definitely did. Do you want um, to do your? I, your... I want to talk about what you thought of the other the other films that you've seen. So you've seen Bohemian Rhapsody. You've seen A Star Is Born. Yes, The Star Is Born. I hear about one particular scene where she gets up and sings with him. That's that's very powerful, and the movie in general is powerful. Do you think it's best picture worthy? Yes, I saw this. With, with my girlfriend and I'm not afraid to admit the fact that I cried in this movie more than she did mm-hmm. um, I mean I'm, an, I'm an, a very emotional human being but this movie the, the every way shape and form this movie pulled at my heartstrings and that was the best part about this movie is that it's so much more than just a star is born like mm-hmm. you're watching these characters evolve so perfectly and yeah the scene where she comes up on stage for the first time and sings with him it, it's great because there's a build-up to that yeah, there's yeah. a scene that that's like nine minutes it's, it's early in the movie yeah yeah as good as that scene was not getting enough recognition for it is bradley cooper there is a scene in the movie near the end of the near the like the the climax of the film mm. where you know some events transpire and Essentially, Bradley Cooper just just has a he has his moment in the film. He has his oh. his moment of recognition, and I couldn't if I I couldn't look at my girlfriend. I was bawling at that point. I was, oh it wasn't it wasn't audible crying. It was like that hysterical crying that doesn't make sound. <laughs> I, it was just bad. Yeah. But in term, it was. I will say that A Star Is Born was the best movie of the year. Really, that would get if we were if I had to pick one of these films to win. My best movie of the year would not be on here. My best movie of the year, it might be on here, but it'll be in the animated section. In which case, Spider Man, yeah, yeah, absolutely. What would happen if Marvel gave Bradley Cooper the directing responsibility for Guardians Three after after this? <laughs> I I don't think he would get it. I honestly, I, I do. Either. I know. I think I know who's going to get it. After Who do you think? Chris Evans will get it. Chris Evans, what has he done? The direct, as far as the directing, uh, he I I think he's directed some stuff, but I know he he has come out and said that he wants to stay in the MCU as a director. Oh, Chris, oh Chris, Captain America, yeah, Captain yeah, America. Yeah. So we don't know what his fate is. We don't know if he's going to stay. Oh, or I not, doubt. But, I don't think but he's. That's it would not be his cool. Jam, I don't. That, that's the thing. I don't think Bradley Cooper could do Guardians. He does a lot of. He does very good serious drama films. I'm kind of mad that he said that. Chris Evans, and I didn't immediately recognize it as the actor because I was going through I every director of. <laughs> Of Chris, I was like, "Who the fuck is Chris Evans?" Oh, Chris Evans. Yes, oh, obviously. I knew you did that, and I just wanted to see how long it took. Oh uh, no, I no, I caught I caught myself immediately too. I just didn't, you, didn't talk about it. Do you want to make a pick for even if you if you even if you didn't see the film? Do you want to make a pick? For <sighs> I couldn't make a pick for best picture. I don't know. I think that it. To be honest, I think it might be between Green Book, Roma, and Star Is Born. Mm-hmm. Vice is hard, but I don't think Vice is going to get it. So. It might be Star is Born. Star has gotten a lot of press I'm gonna about go it. Star so. is Born. Definitely Star is Born. Um, but I haven't seen the other one. So. Yeah, I haven't, I've haven't. i only cool. seen three, but Star is Born has it for me. I love Viggo Mortensen. He was also nominated for the Best Actor category for Green Book, which also yes. I haven't seen. You know, Bradley Cooper was nominated for A Star is Born. Christian Bale was nominated for his work in Vice. Mm-hmm. Rami Malek was nominated for his work with Bohemian Rhapsody and William Dafoe for At Eternity's Gate. Look at those heavy hitters. Um, has heavy William hitters. Dafoe, do you know if William Dafoe has gotten a Oscar yet? I want to say he has, and I think it was in a supporting role. Oh, okay. I was saying if he has it, or he that man has an Oscar. If he, if he hasn't, I mean, I guess you could look it up on your phone, but we'll just go off of the knowledge of our top of our heads, which mm-hmm. is we don't know. Mm-hmm. If he hasn't, I hope they give it to William Dafoe because that man deserves an Oscar. Otherwise... The only one that we've seen is Will 
seeing Bradley Cooper in A Star Is Born. The rest yep. of them, I don't know. Rami, you said, was pretty great in Bohemian Rhapsody, but doesn't necessarily deserve the Oscar. Yeah, I, I, I liked um, I liked his performance in it. I thought it was great. He did a great job of certain points of just mimicking him and the what he did to sound like Freddie when he spoke and when he sang. Was oh, great. yeah. And there's that scene in the movie at the when they played Live Aid and he went and uh, he I don't remember the title of the person that he went to but it was like a, like essentially like a mimic coach mm. and if you watch these there was a, there was a video I saw of a shot a side by side video of Freddie Mercury at Live Aid and Remy Malek at Live Aid in the movie mm-hmm. and they're step by step perfect to the way he walked to the way he played the piano like hand over hand the way he sang you look at it and you're like, wow, this guy went so hard into making himself look and sound like Freddie that really he, he was Freddie Mercury. You know what was crazy? Hmm. That scene was day one of wow of recording. You know, uh, yeah, I did not the know that. The scene was the first wow. day. Like that that was that was cool. Like I, he really went really into it. I mean, actually, both of those actors did. I mean, Bradley Cooper learned how to sing and learned how to play guitar in six months to do this movie. Hmm. So. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards I'm gonna push for Bradley Cooper getting it because he didn't get the nomination for best director for this movie. So yeah, he I'm definitely gonna, was snubbed in that. Regard. Yeah, I agree with that. Actress in a leading role, um, we have someone uh, that you can't pronounce her name for I, Roma. Yeah, I'm sorry, I cannot pronounce this actress's name. I apologize. Um, but as the lead in Roma, uh, Glenn Close for the wife. wife. Uh, we have Olivia Coleman for the favorite, Lady Gaga for A Star is Born and Melissa McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive Me? I've only seen A Star Star is Born. Born. So, yeah. Uh, Glenn Close won the Golden Globe. Um, Did she? There is, like, some kind of uh, statistic that shows that, like, 71% of people that win the Golden Globe win it. Um, I really want Lady Gaga to win it. She was fantastic. I like, I mean, I respected her as a musician, but after seeing A Star is Born, I have a newfound respect for her as an all-around entertainer. I think it's, it's crazy that they shouldn't view this film this way because Lady Gaga is such a immensely huge songwriter, singer, and performer yes. that this whole thing was done live. So these performances that they did on stage for the film were done live yes. with a live audience. Right. And they were recorded as such, and that takes such an immense amount of talent to do. And I think that some viewers might shrug it off as going oh that's Lady Gaga she knows how to perform when right. like that's a, a real feat of acting still yeah I was surprised to find Melissa McCarthy on this whole roster which kind of makes me think that she's actually a pretty good actor despite whether or not you like or hate the roles that she takes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool and when you see actors evolve she's definitely a slapstick comedy but when she's in this this genre this this nomination for this genre I go. Oh, maybe we could see some more from Melissa McCarthy that actually like matters instead of right. the rest of her work. Mm-hmm. Uh, the actor in a supporting role with um, Hersha Ali for Green Book, Adam Driver for Black Klansman, Sam Elliott for A Star Is Born, Sam Rockwell for Vice, and Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me? I have not seen any from Star Is Born. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to take over on that one. But let's let's stop announcing exactly how many people could we've seen. Let's just talk about the people that we have seen. Actress in a supporting role. I know I'm a fan of Amy Adams. I'm a fan of Rachel Wise. I would love for Rachel Wise to get it just because I am a fan of her. Emma Stone has gotten one already for La La Land, and, and then Regina King. I don't know who I'd like to to win it. I feel like Roma is going to take awards. I feel like Roma Probably. might do it. I think Roma is going to be that important film, like um, how a few years ago it was um, Slumdog Millionaire, like mm. swept. Yeah, and that was a film that I did not. I've still to this day have not seen. Well, this category, we actually have stuff to talk about. Animated feature film. Yeah. I've seen almost all of them. Uh, actually, you can take the lead on that one, because I've only seen parts of Incredibles 2. Other than Mir- um, Mirai. I have not seen Wreck-It Ralph 2. I have. Oh, I actually have not seen that Into one Into the Spider-Verse. I'm dying to see that movie. I don't know who they're going to give it to. It's got to be Spider-Man. It better be Spider-Man. It won the Golden Globe. I mean, if you look at it, Disney has three in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. Oh, actually, that's so... It's... I don't know, it's Sony technically. Well, that, yeah, that's yeah, totally Sony. Yeah. But Marvel. Well, yeah. Well, whatever. Regardless, um, it's a, it, this is, I'm actually very happy with this category this year. This is it's a very strong, it's probably one of the stronger categories. I haven't seen Mirai. Mirai. 
at all. I'd love to. I love films like that. I have the dogs I've seen a good portion of. I kind of turned it off a little bit just because I had other things to do at the time. But there's no denying that the style of animation used to create that film is mind-blowing. Apparently yes. it took like months Easily. to animate, I think, less than 30 seconds of film Yep. for the sushi-making uh, scene of that film. Mm -hmm. And then stop-motion animation is taken to a new level when you also have the stop motion animate dogs fur in the wind as yeah. dogs move which is crazy I, would, I wouldn't I would mind if it actually won it just because the level of painstaking imagination of all these people that brought that movie to life yeah. uh, I, I respect it mm -hmm. Incredibles 2 has been so long in the making it's on Netflix now I know yes. you probably that, own that's it. why I started watching okay. it yeah. um, I just haven't finished it yet it's really good Mm -hmm. uh, I liked it a lot. Mm -hmm. I want to watch it again, but you know, Incredibles one just holds this really high place in everyone's heart, and it yeah. was very hard for this Incredibles to even try to surpass it. What I'll say is that they're on the same playing field; they're playing the same game, mm -hmm. and it's good. That's good. Great. That's good to know. Spider Man for me was a goddamn epiphany. It yeah. was. It was an experience. That's I what I've heard. See that. I've heard it's very good. I, it's I'm just... going to be really sad if that exits theaters and you did not get a chance to see that in theaters because I'm try. when it comes out on DVD, you're going to punch yourself <laughs> in the face. I'm going for to not try seeing it in theaters. I trust me, it's it's on the. Way. I'll see it again. I swear to God. Yeah, it was amazing. The Stanley cameo almost had me cry. Just the whole thing. I almost cried during Civil War when I first saw Spider-Man as part of the MCU, and then yeah. to have Spider-Man himself go from Tobey Maguire to being a character that is in an Academy Award nominated yeah. feature. Yeah. It's just it's amazing. And the whole thing, the lessons it learns, how it takes that comic book and, and leaps it off the page. I just I love everything about it. I hope it wins. Wrecker Ralph two, I want to see it really badly. I didn't get a chance yeah, to see it, unfortunately. I loved Wrecker Ralph one. Um, I haven't gotten his summons yet in Kingdom Hearts three, but <laughs> Rain apparently has. We have cinematography which we don't know who's going to win. I'm surprised, though, with all the stage stuff that Bohemian Rhapsody didn't get cinematography at all. Mm -hmm. I hope that Black Panther wins costume design. It, it probably should. should. The only thing that might take it away from everything is Maybe. Mary, Queen of Scots. Mm. Mary Poppins might, too. I did I enjoy I would Mary be, Poppins. I'd be happy if Mary Poppins did, because that was, that was period-specific. But when you have Mary, Queen of Scots, period-specific, with those dresses... Mm -hmm. Those costumes are crazy. Yeah. Those costumes are insane. Yeah. And uh, and period pieces like that normally take that category and run with it. They usually do, yeah. Um, directing. Bradley Cooper should be in this. I would love Adam McKay to get it. Oh, my God. Adam McKay to get an uh, Academy Award. Although, he'd be able to ask for a lot more if he actually directs Silver Surfer. That's true. But Kale Klansman, I still would really love to see. Mm -hmm. Have you seen this stuff on Free Solo, this documentary feature? Nope. Nope. I can say I have not seen anything about uh, that. It's hard for me to actually explain because... I don't know the actual height of this climb that he did, but it's about a man climbing up a mountain, essentially, bare, barehanded. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't even know. I get. I have a hard time watching YouTube videos of people, you know, up high. <laughs> so, so I'm not sure, but it looks awesome. Film editing, we have the, the usual suspects, foreign films, hairstyling is probably going to go to Mary Queen of Scots, let's be honest. It might be Vice. There's a lot of good makeup in there. Music, man, I don't know. It would probably be Mary Poppins. I hope it is. If it's not Mary Poppins, maybe Black Panther. Mm -hmm. To be honest, we haven't seen the other ones, which would be Isle of Dogs, Black Klansman, and if Beale uh, Street, Street could, could talk, talk, that could win too. Have that you heard of that be... film? No, but I mean, it's getting, it's based off of. Um... It's uh, it's it takes place. Uh, I I I don't know anything about. Okay. It, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, going by the title, it's Beale Street, it's Tennessee, so it's gonna have something to do with uh, blues. That's where I was going with that. Got it. <clears throat> Score. I hope you know Shallow from the Star Is Born could. You mean could, song? Yeah, best original <laughs> song. I, I read it. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, they are gonna be performing uh, Shallow. All these songs. I believe it. I believe they're gonna follow the same tradition that they have been the last few years, and they're gonna perform these songs live. Mm. Um, and Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga will be performing Shallow live, which I'm very much looking forward to seeing that performed live. I'm interested about the whole Oscars and the fact that they're not gonna have anyone actually host it this year. Yeah, that's that's weird. I mean, you usually. Know, 
the hosts fall with such such scrutiny that it's almost not worth doing it. I really liked when Jimmy Kimmel did it. I loved when Billy Crystal did it. I kind of wanted uh, Sander and Waldorf to do it. Uh, the Muppets. Oh yeah, that'd that be would amazing. be really funny. But you know who I loved to do it? Mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Hugh Jackman did an that was a good amazing one. job. That was a good one. That was so good. Yeah. You know, uh, there's rumors of The Rock doing it. I wouldn't watch that. No. You'd still watch uh, listen, it. Get out of here. Listen. He's he does a lot of great for the world and stuff like that, but you don't think he's he's got the chops. Stay in your wheelhouse. Stay mm. in your wheelhouse. Just make your make your big action movies. You know that's about it. We have some sound editing. I kind of hope a quiet place takes it because yes. Yes. it's it's very rare that some of our favorite films actually are nominated. And when a quiet place is in the same place as Bohemian Rhapsody, in the same place as Black Panther, in the same place as Roma, I'm kind of and in the same place as First Man. I'm curious why, I guess because The Star is Born is nominated for literally everything else, they didn't, they didn't get the sound editing, but I'm sure it was a hard job. Uh-huh. Oh, they got mixing as why. Well. Yeah. Well, I mean, visual effects, this will be fun. Visual effects. Because we've seen uh, everything, I, I've, I've seen three of these five, which were Infinity War, Christopher Robin, First Man, Ready Player One, and Solo, Star Wars Story. So you've seen four of these five, not three of these four. I'm sorry, I've seen three of these five, I apologize, yes. Or, yes, got I've it. seen Infinity War, Ready Player One, and Solo. Uh, it's going to be Infinity War. I'm sorry, but it'll be Infinity War. You think? Yes. I don't know. You should... I'm almost willing to slap at it. Ooh. <laughs> That's tempting uh, ooh. for you. It might be Infinity War. It's just because only... I feel like only because Marvel's really pushing for award stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you go into Ready Player One and look at how they made that movie, it is bonkers. Yeah. Some no. of the new te- te- right. technology that they put into Ready Player One is incredible and it deserves this Oscar nomination it'll be between the two of them I hope it totally is I really do I I honestly if Ready Player One wins it I'll be over the moon excited about it yeah but I I won't really care if you want to see First Man take take it home I do want to see First Man really really badly anyway there's there's a a couple more a couple more things of of nominees let's let's close this out by talking about what you thought of the Super Bowl trailers and by trailers I mean really just mean Captain Marvel and Avengers yes well, we can talk about the other ones that were up there. Uh, I mean, we had the Toy Story 4 te- uh, trailer. Tease, yeah. Yeah, that tease, I'm sorry. That was, uh, uh, it, I mean, it, it looks great. Uh, I'm just, you know, we talked about this. I believe we talked about this last last episode. Yeah, about Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele and if they're actual that, characters. That, and, like, just worried that, like, the, did we really need a Toy Story 4? You know, that's in the back of my mind. So, I'm going to see it. Uh, it looks great, mm. but I'm going to be a little hesitant because I thought Toy Story three was a great endpoint. I think everyone made another it. one. Alita, I don't. I'm not crazy about Alita. So I'm oh, did they know. have a Super Bowl trailer? Yeah, Alita? there was a trailer for Alita. Yeah, um, there was uh, Captain Marvel. Looks great. I can't wait to see that. It's it looks so good. I'm curious how they're going to explain her powers away. Just like oh, now she can do these things because of this thing. She can. Yeah, that's that's one of the skin. things I'm I'm most interested about is this to see the explanation of how like how she's so powerful and whether or not we see it in this one or if we see it in Endgame. I just want them to show the the real cat. Yes. The real. Yes. Is it a flurkin? I think it's called I something. I believe, yes. Uh, something like that. And the, um, the cat is this crazy-ass alien that but has portals in himself. Now we can talk about the, the best, the highlight of the Super the, Bowl, which the Endgame. was Endgame. We're uh, seeing that lovely... What was it? Nine and barely. How many seconds it was? Probably thirty seconds. About thirty let's, let's seconds worth of it's all like new footage. It's like how many millions of dollars for someone to actually make a uh, to have a Super Bowl trailer air, air on the Super Bowl. And it was it was worth every second. If if you can, because I'm drawing a little blank in my memory of go through the trailer a little bit and sure. and what points that you that you took away from it. I think we're gonna see a side of Captain America that we haven't seen before. We're gonna see him being frustrated, and we're gonna see him like feeling defeated and frustrated with that defeat like Mm. the trailer it looks like he's in a support group yeah in the beginning of it and you know dealing with his essential failure of not being able to stop you know when you happen when you take the trailers and put them together Mm -hmm. because they have told us that everything that they're going to show is from like maybe the first 15 minutes it almost makes sense it makes sense him sitting there feeling defeated in a support group for where all these people have gone Mm -hmm. and then the next you know next minute next day be in the Avengers base going when was this footage from like, right I see that happening I see the transition and it's right. like it's right next to each other right. I'm like this it's like is almost like be. the like a fire start like they're they're building like oh you know, yeah the spark is lit it you know what I mean oh man um, we're seeing you know Tony Nebula we're working on something together whether or not Tony's working on a new armor suit or trying to get out of space 
Re- you think Rescue is going to come and rescue them? Uh, I would like that, but uh, my own theory is that Captain Marvel is the one that saves them. Yeah, for, for those who don't know, uh, Pepper Potts, Tony Stark's fiance, girlfriend, becomes a superhero and she becomes Rescue. rescue. Yeah, and uh, we're thinking that they might. But yeah, he's now we know that Tony's not trapped in there alone. He's with Nebula. Yep. Yep, we know that. Uh, if you've seen the if you've seen the trailer, there's definitely somebody that's been edited out of a oh, few this, scenes. Oh, exactly. So yeah. we, whether there's people that are saying it's Captain Marvel, other people are saying it's Professor Hulk. I'm happy I'm Marvel's does this. Hulk. I feel like more movies should they should do misleading trailers. Yeah, I think that's a fantastic idea. It was great. I think it's great because it's not going to spoil anything, you know. And seeing that 30 seconds has made me more hyped for that movie than I was already. And I was hyped for Endgame the second the credits rolled in Infinity War. Yeah. So I think everybody really was. Yes, very much so. Let's end the podcast with just what are you looking forward to? Now, video games we talked about in the next episode, we're going to go through our thoughts on what's going on in the video game world because we know that we have a divided audience. Uh, but as, as far as right now, after the Oscars, after some of the news that we've talked about, what are you looking forward to, to watching? Hmm... I mean, I'm going to have to go with uh, the, the, all the new Marvel stuff that's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing where we're going uh, after. I mean, we're, we're in the, I mean, with, with Ant-Man and the Wasp, that is the start of Phase 4. Yeah. So we're going to get, you know, we have Captain Marvel coming. We have Endgame. We're going to get the conclusion to what's going to happen after it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Spider-Man. Which looks great. Yes, yeah, the Spider-Man trailer is going to be amazing. Pet Cemetery looks fantastic. Mm. Um, I want to go see How to Train Your Dragon. I'm a I'm a How to Train Your Dragon uh, fan, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, two, they're both amazing films. The third one looks great. Dumbo. Dumbo look is going to be awesome. All that, all those live action uh, Disney remakes of uh, cartoons, mm. like Lion King is this year. Lion King, yeah. Oh, oh my god, I'm not. I'm, I'm I think that. I'm not sure. I mean, Alita, I want to see, which is soon, which is now, pretty much. Yes. I may or may not go see it. How to Train Your Dragon is probably what I'm the most looking forward to seeing. I'm not going to see Happy Death Day. Nope. Because I don't really care. I'll, I watched Groundhog Day. You know, I watched Groundhog Day on Groundhog Day at midnight while I was watching the real Punxsutawney Phil. And it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> and I just I just love that movie. It's so good to watch every, every second. Yeah. I might see the, you know, Extremely Wicked uh, film. Mm-hmm. I'm not really too sure. But yeah, there's not too, too, too much coming together. I'm sure we're going to figure some stuff out there can be some more news when we talk about movies and video games yeah next time yep but for now thank you guys for listening please follow us on social media we have an instagram at no it's a podcast all one word same thing with facebook same thing with wherever you can find us feel free post updates regularly yes we do uh, i was dave and i am still will oh uh, yeah i'm gonna figure out who i who i actually am the next episode Oh, really? Tune in to, tune in to see who I am next time. <laughs> you probably won't, though. Yeah, I probably won't. <laughs> Have a good one. Bye, guys.